Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Martell's Movie Madness, <laughs> and I'm your host, as always, Ryan Martell, and I'm here with uh, a little guy, you might know him, the he's other, your friend, he's my friend. The other host, as always, Cagney Larkin, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving, Ryan? My Thanksgiving was great, man. Uh, I think we might have touched on that a little bit on the bonus yes. episode. Yes. You can go listen to that on Patreon, it's uh, low as $3 a month. Mm-hmm. $5 a month and $10 a month. Pretty cheap. $6 a month. $10 Six, a month. See, it's actually discounted from $10 to $6. doesn't matter. Just give us your money for early episodes and bonus episodes. That's right. And all sorts of cool stuff. And uh, you can hear about You can what give us as much money as you would like. You're actually in for a little treat. Last Saturday, we were like reeling in, having us a special episode about the movie. Yeah, after right after we did our premiere. Watch Party premiere, which was awesome, man. We had a good time. That was fun. Yeah, it was really great. A uh, big thank you to everybody that watched our movie uh, over the weekend. If you watched it, wow. hell yeah. If you didn't watch it, what are you doing? Why didn't you watch it? You missed out. It's gone. Huge thanks to everybody that, that watched it, everybody that helped make it. Uh big special super cool shout out to justin callwhite for Mm -hmm. being our main (laughs) financer for it and providing the champagne that i drink an entire bottle of and woke up with the mustache the next morning from yes so it's cool wild night wild martell's movie madness cagney got drunk and then woke up with a mustache yeah yeah (laughs) i'm glad for it because cagney never drinks and i'm glad that when something positive came from it do you think it's positive? The mustache yeah, is positive. The, the mustache is definitely a positive. Okay, I'm I'm glad they can hear it through yeah. the microphones. It's good. It's good <laughs> stuff. It's a good mustache. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, we had almost a thousand views. Almost a thousand views. I mean, in 24 hours, which yeah. is pretty fucking big. It's pretty yeah, good. 24 hours. Yeah, almost yeah. a thousand views in 24 hours. It's crazy. Um, well, the biggest number I'd say is during the actual YouTube premiere Saturday. Mm-hmm. The 28th at 9 p.m., we had 69 individual devices yes. stream the premiere, which I think is fucking cool, man. That means yeah. 69 cell phone, tablet, PC, TV, PS4s, Xboxes, whatever the fuck you were using, it was there were 69 of them. Yeah. So he said, that's that how cool We were on that? 69 screens at one point. Yeah, 69 screens at one time. So... That's a really good feeling, man. Yeah, it's super. It's cool. cool, and that stat would have we would have never known that stat if we didn't do it the way we did it as a yeah. YouTube watch party. So it was fun to do a little sneak peek, have a premiere, and everybody's loved it, man. All, their, all already, the feedback. Has I've been great. already got people asking me about physical media. Yeah, that's all on the people comments want, on Facebook. People yeah. want a disc of this, and I'm like, okay, it's yeah, gonna happen we'll make it happen. It'll happen eventually. Before, all in good time, my friends. All before in good the time. end of next year, we're also gonna sure. do a fucking screening of it somewhere, somehow, sometime. A few screenings, few screenings, a couple of screenings, a Viz yeah. Art screening, a Ayersley Theater screening. Yes. that will hopefully be a double feature. Hopefully. Knock and, on wood. Uh, yep. And uh, then um, I'm sure a Sylvia Theater screening maybe one day. It's not out of the cards. Not at all. Unless they close it down. 
between now and yeah, then. Yeah, for sure. There is that possibility yeah. that business may not open Because they have ever. not been opened. Nope. At all. Uh, but it was fun. All the reviews have been great, man. We've had some yes, really yeah. positive feedback from everybody I've who's had, watched it. Uh, filmmakers hit me up and tell me that it was funny and that they laughed the entire time. Yeah, and that seems to be the consensus. The only criticism I got was it needed more blood. Yeah, more I, blood and that our trash bag didn't look like a trash bag well, body. That's, they were just nitpicking. Yeah, That's yeah, just nitpicking. Right. More blood. Yeah, but we only had one scene that needed blood. We had blood, yeah. but we had blood and shit. So, you know, yeah, we, we, we delivered on the two big splash factors. Yes. Oh, my God. When I just said that, I was reminded of one splash of the movies factors. we watched today that had a real good shit scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we got a bunch of... We watched a bunch of fucking good movies today. We watched some gory movies today, man. Good fucking splattery yeah, movies today. Yeah, all 2020 uh, films as well. But I think... Good stuff. Yeah, we, we only watched one that didn't really have a big gory cat well it did have one yeah it did fuck yes, it did they all had at least they, exactly they all had yep. at least they one big gory, gory gag yep. in it oh man i realized that during the fourth one we are gonna get there though yeah we'll get there um this is, this is of course like we said this is a new releases or not a new, new release releases. but like 2020 release mm-hmm. uh show so we did watch a bunch of new movies today uh before we get to that though we don't have a, we don't have a date to plug so no just keep your eye out for a uh, distribution release plan or a self-distribution release plan for martell's movie man movie sort of i do shit. actually have some dates in front of me to plug um oh, did we get six, uh... no this is coming in the future february 10th february 20th and february 28th respectively we will find out whether or not we get accepted into three different oh, film festivals yeah. uh starting february 10th the 20th of 2021 we will find out whether or not we got accepted into the anti-hero fest uh february 20th we will find out if we got oh i don't think we'll get uh accepted into either of those ryan um i'm just remembering this while we're here they said no films longer in 20 minutes but i submitted anyways uh, okay yeah so we'll probably em. get denied on i said those. fuck them but there's just gonna be places. eyes on them. but february 28th 2021 not too much longer it's yeah. december yeah. Now, pretty much. So yeah, it will be by the time this hits public. Uh, sure. Less than three months, we'll find out if we got accepted into the Grind Exploitation Film Festival. Nice. I had actually that's the only one that you were telling me about that I had actually heard of. Yeah, yeah. So we all these other ones, so, the little ones, you know. Um, but yeah. So, what you been watching? Um, I watched our movie. We had a good uh, premiere. It was fun. I had a good time. Thank you again, everyone. Uh, Ryan, you just burped. Excuse you. It's that damn Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell energy drinks. Yeah, I'll get, uh, oh, make, yeah. make you do that. Oh, yeah, brother. Um, I watched the Zappa documentary about Alex Winter. You actually caught yeah. a little bit of that. Thank you. The last for half of it. Me, by the way. I was, dude, I'd sat here for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was like ready to start the fucking day. Um, you caught like half of it. It was different than what I expected. It was, uh, Zappa told by Zappa, all kind yeah. of put together through archival footage, and uh, it's very divisive on the internet right now. People are loving it, and people are hating it. I kind of understand both aspects. It's kind of a somber Haters going to hate, man. Yep. It's kind of a, it's dark, it's somber. You know, it's not a bright and full of life documentary yeah. that not just a kind of piece. glorifies him, glorifies what did I say? Glorifies glorifies yeah i like that though glorifies yeah. it sounds natural it's like thespian thespian 
Oh, what you said in the film? Yeah. <laughs> I'm some of a thespian. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so it doesn't glorify him in the entirely, you know, it just showed, let him speak for himself. And it was kind of, that's what it is, autobiographical. Autobiographical. God damn it, man. What's man, going on with my mouth tonight. tonight? What's going on? You're I'm usually, fucking fired. I'm usually very well spoken. Zach, get over here and uh, co-host the podcast <laughs> with me. Uh, too much salsa. Um, I haven't had enough salsa. My Captain, mouth is a little dry. Captain you know? Morgan. No, maybe I should take a shot of Captain Morgan. I don't know. Help me stumble through my fucking big <laughs> words I'm trying to get out here. Anyway, Zappa documentary. It's cool. It's directed by Alex Winter of Bill and Ted fame. Very fun. Um, very somber. Uh, we'll make you laugh. We'll make you cry. Uh, then we watched Kingsman. Yeah. And I'll segue into that for your what you're watching. Uh, but other than Kingsman, I've been watching a shitload of Workaholics and playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So Hell yeah. Those have both been very excellent. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is also very cinematic, so I'll use that as a little tie in there, you know. I'll allow it. Cinematic gameplay. But uh, yeah, Kingsman. Fun fucking movie. It was yes. on my what you watched yes. last week. It was so good that I watched it two Saturdays in a row. Ryan. What did you think of the first Kingsman film? Oh, man, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, really fun action sequences. Really super fun. Good, funny dialogue. The entire time. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson with a lisp playing a villain is just <laughs> great. It's classic, um, man. <clears throat> you get uh, the main chick from Climax playing a bad bad villain with a sword legs. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice her until I looked up. Uh, was yeah. looking at Climax on IMDb Man. and saw her face. I was like, oh, shit. She played, what, Selva? Wasn't that her name? Selva, yeah. Yeah, Selva. And Climax. Um, which Climax is a fucking fantastic movie, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, the Kingsman is, yeah, it's just fun. It's hilarious. I gave it a 4.5. What a what a crazy world it sure. builds and it yeah, delivers, yeah. man. It's like a two hour and Plus, I'm movie. always here for these fucking, that, that street slang from England. Oh, bruv. I love that Oy, shit. Oi, bruv. Yeah, it is full of it. And they speak so fast mm-hmm. and so fluently. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's great. But yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. I knew you would love yeah, it, man. I, I wanted you to see immensely. it so bad. I was like, Ryan needs to see this movie. He has not seen it. So you, I'm glad you got to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, and I did watch a few other things. I got the my pick of the week this week, which is uh, Better Watch Out. I actually just watched it yesterday. Uh, it's a horror movie that takes place at Christmas. Because I'll say it doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas other than the fact that that's just the time play, the time period that's going on. Sounds very original. Um, it does have a Home Alone reference in it, okay. which is really cool. <laughs> um, what is the reference? The, the paint can thing. The kids are having... The paint a, can trap. Yeah, the kids have an argument about whether it would do what it does in Home Alone. Oh, they actually are like their brain. explicitly talking about yeah, Home Alone. And right then, on, right on. And then they actually pull the gag off in the movie. No, too, cool, so, cool. Uh, and it Little does, homage. Yes, homage. Yes, and it is not... Homage. It does not go the way it does in Home Alone. Okay. I'll say that. So, a little teaser uh, for everyone out there. Yeah. Uh, but this one's cool. It's got uh, Virginia Madsen playing a little bit part in it. And uh, fucking, what's the guy's name? You, if you saw him, you'd know him. But I can't uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um, he always plays these real monotone characters, though. And he's the dad. And he's they're, they're both barely in it, but they're in there still. Uh, 
Yeah, it's like a fucking. It's like a little kid version of Funny Games, really. Hello? This, this okay. kid just. This kid just decides to fuck with his babysitter all night, and uh, it's it starts out as an attempt to get her to like, you know, have sexual relations with him. But it ends up being a lot more fucking dark than that. Wow. Okay. What Which, movie is it's this? It's already pretty dark. Uh, better watch out. This is still better watch out. Yeah, okay. Better watch out. It's a four out That's of five. That's not what it's I would have thought. Four out of five on Martell scale. Is it a slasher? Uh, she's like holding a knife on the cover, right? Yeah. Okay. It. So I will. I'm uh, yes and no because there is some slashing. Yeah, that works. But that works. it's more of a psychological. Uh. I don't know. I don't. It's hard to put into words, because it is a slasher, but it isn't a slasher. Because it's not yeah. like a high body count or anything. Right, right. But there is some creative, cool kills in it. So, it's I'll give it that. It's got the uh, fucking kid from Stranger Things in it too. The um, Mad Max's big brother, the fucking crazy guy Billy, I think is his name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Wait, the fucking yeah, Max's brother Billy. Yeah, yeah I don't like him. Sexy dude. Sex. Yeah, he got the uh, sex pill. So, yeah, that's my pick of the week this week. And then I did watch a couple, well, one other thing besides uh, The Kingsman, which was um, Eat Brains Love, directed by Rodman Fletcher. And I'm going to go out on the limb and just say that you love this because you were posting it pretty adamantly about this film. This movie, first of all, it's a five out of five. That, okay. that should give okay. you a little hint of how much I loved it. I'll take it. Uh, it's a romantic horror comedy. If you can imagine. And those are always fun. I mean, there's, there's, they're out it's, there. And it's zombies, but it's not zombies like you would think of zombies in a traditional sense. Yeah. Uh, the zombie virus is sexually transmitted. And Boy. it's not it's not all the time. It's something that comes and goes. Like, it's adrenaline triggered, like the Hulk. Yeah. And, um... Eating humans is what appeases the virus. So it's that's an interesting thing all around, and it's just like it's a, always fun to take the zombie yeah. uh, concept and just have fun and it's, with it. And it's Do also something and it's got that it's got a road trip aspect to it too because always blessed. They're trying to get away from these people who are like zombie hunters. Yeah, and uh, it's got uh, what's the chick's name? Sarah Yarkin, I think, is her name. Uh, Yarkin. And she is the cutest goddamn thing I've ever seen on a fucking movie screen. Um, so, that alone makes it <laughs> worth watching. Uh, the writing and just overall chemistry, it seems like the actors all had, mm-hmm. uh, gives it that extra level of just wonderfulness. Um, it's a cute movie. And I love cute movies, especially when they have lots of blood and guts in them also. Yeah. Uh, and the sex element to it, which, of course, uh, like I said, this is the uh, the director of this is actually the same guy who did Idle Hands. And uh, he got shafted a little bit with this movie because it came out right before quarantine. Okay. And so it kind of got, it kind of got lost in the shuffle. Right. Uh, but now it's on Tubi, so everybody can go watch it for free. Well, if you were coming out anytime around March 2020, you were, oh, you were it, shit it came out compared to Tiger King, man. It came out on <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah. Fucking Tiger King came out and, and then, uh, killed everybody. Uh, but then the same thing happened to him with uh, Idle Hands, though. 
because Columbine happened right before Idle Hands was supposed to come out, and everybody was all up in arms. Nobody wanted to watch it. And talking about that movie needed to be pulled from theaters because it was violent and all this. And it's really not even all that violent. You know, it's a fucking funny movie. Eat's not. But yeah, Eat, Brains, Love, it's fucking great. It's just fantastic. Five out of five. Go watch it right now. Like, literally pause this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> and go watch it, and then come back and, re- and finish this. And then not don't listen to us talk about it, because that's not what this episode's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This episode is about four other 2020 movies. 420? 20? I think one of them did come out in April, but um, we, were watch- we watched Butt Boy, <laughs> Uncle Peckerhead. Those are our two weird names for movies today. Yep. And then we watched Possessor and Spree, Spree yeah. which are our normal name movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we wa- we watched them in a little bit different order than that. I think we, yeah we watched Possessor last. Yeah, and Spree before Possessor. Um, which this is like a build today that we watched. Um, we started with a movie that was fairly uh, level headed for the subject matter. Yeah. So the first film we watched today is a, a film called Butt Boy, and uh, if I can, let me just read you the. The synopsis oh, here. Yes. Please uh, do. Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. After going to AA, his sponsor, Chip, becomes the main suspect in his investigation of a missing kid. Fox also starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. So it sounds ridiculous, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's billed as a comedy. You think it's just going to be over-the-top, silly I and I don't think I've ever seen a movie take itself more seriously than yeah, I saw. Butt yeah, Boy they today. play this movie very sincerely. So serious, so sincere. But that's I think that is what makes it. Funny. That's what makes it good because yeah. if they did Butt Boy and it was just over the top, absurd fart jokes the entire time, it, I mean, it probably wouldn't. It would have been funny, nothing, but it wouldn't have been. It's this. nothing that sets it apart yeah, from this. It, it wouldn't the have been of that, this movie, that genre, you know. Which was, and I had, I had, be honest, man, I had a great time watching Butt Boy today. It was fucking fun, dude. It uh, is completely unexpected. Not what I thought it would be at all. Just, just like I read that synopsis. You, know, you read that, you yeah. think it's going to be silly. You think it's going to be over the top, but it was a serious, almost uh, detective noir. Yeah, type yeah, film, it know? really it had is. Those, those noir vibes, and I love the guy that played the detective. You know, yeah. he had that rough, gritty face, greasy mm-hmm. hair, short-tempered mannerisms about him. You know, that kind yeah. of classified that I'm over this type of detective thing. Yeah, he had those And are we are we going into spoiler territory with this film or we should um, we leave I this think up? So, I think since it's so new we're going to try to that, get the spoiler free. That and the um the film itself actually does not give you an explanation about the disappearing up the butt thing because okay, we just lay this right out the gate. Here's the movie. This guy shoves things up his ass. Yeah. And they're they're gone. They they disappear, and I think it, I feel like at first it was like a sexual thing, like it definitely was giving him pleasure. Well, you know what I mean? He but the first thing became, that goes in his ass is a finger, yeah, at a prostate. His exam. doctor. So we're not going to tell you what's going on, why, because the movie doesn't tell you the why. You know, and it's completely okay because it gives this film a mystery, the entire time. You know, where are these things going? And and I'm not talking. Little tiny objects, you know. I'm talking. I'm talking the remote oh, control. No, yeah. I'm talking the family dog. Human beings. I'm talking a, f- a full size baby. Yeah. And these 
the baby, the dog. It's all up the butt. Where'd it go? What did he digest it? Did it? Is his butt have a space for, vacuum inside of it? For some reason, his butt is like, uh, fucking the locker from Halloween Town. Right. <laughs> they can just it's this big ass fucking space. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. But it dude. looks like it's tiny. it's um fucking Mary Poppins purse. You know, yeah, it's yeah. fucking his butthole. So yeah, uh, <laughs> just keep pulling it's things colon. out of it. You know, it's that fucking thing that Hermione Granger carried around in the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Oh man, I don't even it's, it's fucking, called. it's insane. But uh, yeah, we're not gonna spoil it for you guys, you know. But the whole time you're gonna be questioning, like, what the fuck is going on? And this cop, he's smart. Oh yeah, he figures that he thinks he's like, he's completely serious about it. Like these people are going yeah, up. Yeah, and his of butt. course nobody believes him. The clues he gets to get there are cool. Yep, they're intriguing. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it's a completely serious tone the entire time. No tongue in cheek. No, and uh, what's funny about it is the absurdity will make you laugh, but it's not a joke movie. Yeah, no. It's not a Kevin Smith. If Kevin Smith made this film, it'd be completely fucking different. If Cagney Larkin made this movie, it'd be completely fucking different. Yeah. If you made this movie, it'd be completely fucking different, you know. Uh, I love it. I love it for that. I, I knew it was something special when it was on John Waters' top ten. Yeah, and it was his number one. Year. And uh, it's funny, during the film, I said it was kind of like a reverse of the film Swallow that I watched earlier this year, which was a, a female that it develops yeah. uh, an anxiety disorder that causes her to swallow item, items, household yeah. items. I was like, this is fucking reverse Swallow. And you said that John Waters' top two films yeah, of the were year. Yeah, Boy and Swallow. But Boy was number one yeah. and Swallow was number two. I was like, wow, so he must have really like found this concept fun. Couldn't get enough of it. Uh, me, on the other hand, no. Kind of makes me a little uncomfortable. Like, when he goes to shove a tennis shoe up his butt, you know, I kind of, my blow clenched a little bit. You know, just a little bit. Do you think that guy would eat ass? Oh, definitely. You think he's an ass eater? 100%. You know, I will say, I did not like the actor that played him. Eh. He was very boring to me. But I think that's maybe what he needed. That guy didn't need to be a character. Yeah, he was supposed to be just bland. a bland guy that shoves things in his ass. But uh, what if he was like a kooky Polly Shore type? You know, nah, and, uh, the movie doesn't work with a Polly Shore. Wouldn't type. have, but would have been interesting. I think the well. fact that he was so bland deadpanned and, dead, and just Mister Monday. Yeah, I would have liked to see Eric Wareheim take on that role from Tim and Eric. Yeah, I, I could have seen this fit right in as uh, the Bedtime Stories series that they do. Yeah. This is right up that fucking alley, dude. Feels okay. like. Because that's what they do for those episodes in that show. It's shit like this that seems absurd, but they take it so seriously. Yeah. And so it, it would fit right in with that. And that's why I liked it, you know, because it reminded me. I thought about oh, yeah. it. It was very, very, very absurd. Very absurd. Very absurd, but serious, gritty tone. A little yes. dark and a little disturbing, too, in some places. But a very, very rewarding payoff. Oh, yeah. Highly rewarding payoff. Love the final scene. Uh, love oh, everything man. about it. The movie ties it's strangely, in itself. It's strangely super emotional. Yeah. That's the thing about this film that you don't expect, A movie really. called Butt Boy. It's fucking But a guy that shoves things up his ass to disappear. Pulls your emotional strings. Yeah. I'd give it an Oscar. <laughs> I don't know what for, but I'd give it an Oscar. Nice. For most serious shit film. Yeah. They should make that a thing. Never in my life have I said Most a, serious film about shit or yeah, buttholes. But a fart movie, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. 
and, and, and completely insane. Completely insane. Yeah, so, and I, I give it a four out of five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three out of five because it subverted my expectations, but it was for yeah. the better. I think that uh, you should definitely check out Butt Boy. It's available on Prime. But right. I will tell you, if I was in, the, if I was looking up a super silly, stupid comedy, and I was like, I'm gonna put in Butt Boy, and I said oh, yeah. I watched it, and like 20 minutes into it, I probably not, would have turned it off. Do not expect. So go, know what you're getting into. Shit. That's why I give it a three out of five because yeah, that's why it was in my movie. Amazon watch list. I was like, oh, dude, because I watch you know, Lamageddon, yeah. Paris Hell, those crazy movies. If I would have put that on wanting to watch a super silly comedy movie one night, that would have not hit the mark for me. <laughs> but watching it today with just the concept of, hey, I'm going to watch Butt Boy. Yeah. It's amazing. It's great. It's definitely it's great. great. So don't go to it. Don't go into it with any false pretenses. No. And oh, next up, we watched Uncle Peckerhead. Uncle Peckerhead, another film where the title is a little misleading, I think. I don't know, man. I don't know that that's very misleading. Well, it's not misleading, but... What, we, okay, when do you just think of, without even knowing about the movie, Ryan? Yeah. When do you hear the words, Uncle Peckerhead, what comes to your head? Well, I mean, if I mind? heard the movie, if I heard just the title, Uncle Peckerhead, yeah. I would think it was like a sex comedy. Yeah, okay. Just hearing the title. But I never heard the title without seeing visuals. All right. So I kind of knew what we were getting into. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah, the yeah, first yeah. thing I saw of it was the cover. See, I didn't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, the cover either. art is him on top of the van eating someone and the van standing out in front of the van. Okay, right on. Right and on. so I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. Yeah. I'm guessing the guy on top of the van is Uncle Peckerhead. Okay. Which is true. That was the guy. He's the fucking the titty character. Yeah, the it's just uh, what a title. And the film definitely delivers. Oh, I, yeah. It's great. From the beginning to the end. Um, lay out, Let's lay out a 15-second well, synopsis. Uh, it's a story about a... A punk band, three-piece punk band, female. Yeah, like a think like a like a later stage title fighty kind of pop punk band. Yeah, very yeah. very light pop punk. Yeah, you know, very radio very, friendly. Very very indie um, pop pop. Indie pop, pop punk. punk. Yeah, yeah. indie pop pop punk. You know, now available in uh, microwavable bags. Uh, they're on a trying to go on tour. Yeah, <laughs> and their van gets repoed, and they go around very grassroots style with a flyer that says, "Can we borrow your van?" And <laughs> starts handing him out. Anybody has a van. Lo and behold, they find a guy who actually happens to be a part demon that turns yeah. to a demon every night at midnight for Which we don't get 13 that, we, minutes. We don't get that right off the gate. No, but it does tell you that in the IMDb yeah. description here. So that's technically not a spoiler. Well, I mean, I guess we um, do get it off the gate because the opening scene is him eating. Eating it. So. Yeah, so, yeah, we already know that. Yeah, the, IMDb, the characters of the movie don't. The know. IMDb synopsis says, when a punk band scores their first tour, life on the road proves tough when they are joined by a man-eating demon as a roadie. Yeah. And I'll, I gotta say it, man, the motherfucker that played... Uncle Peckerhead, his name is Mike Lawrence, stills the film, man. He is awesome. He is. Oh, yeah. I think that's why they put Uncle there because he feels like your uncle, you know? He's like an uncle to them in the movie. He's very uncle y. He's very helpful to this band, you know? He sells their merch for them, he 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 supports them, he's he's driving them around. He he doesn't judge them, you know? But our, um, our main actress, our main leader of the band, the one with the gumption, The one with the gusto. Jude. Judy. She's Judy, going yeah, around. Right. She's giving out flyers. She's giving out cassette demos. She's booking these dates for the tours. You know, she wants their band to be successful. 
uh, she catches this motherfucker eating somebody night one. Yeah. And uh, so from there, she does not like Uncle Peckerhead. Of course, you know, who's yeah. going to who's gonna be okay with that? But he kind of takes them out to a little diner and... He convinces them he's got yeah, it under control. This explains to and them. And that he sedates yeah. himself at night and all this and that and the other. Well, they think he's shooting smack. At first, yeah, because uh, she finds a needle and it tells him it's some kind of solution. something he's using yeah. to sedate himself. Yeah, and uh, so they all but Judy kind of are like, "Well, okay, let's go, let's go." Yeah, we've got a very funny guitar care, uh, guitar player guy. Yeah, Max. Uh, he's completely bald with a beard and wears denim cut off jeans. So I said he looks yes. like one of the guys from Four Years Strong. He he, <laughs> he kind of embodies the scene. That that music that they're they're kind of music yeah for sure because he's like a soft spoken guy yeah. too it's funny because all those guys yeah. are they're not big burly mean mm-hmm. guys they're all like they soft little funny guys sometimes yeah. and they're all they're, funny yeah. and weird yeah and I, I want to say every actor in this movie encompasses their character for sure yeah yeah I just felt like the drummer chick I guess didn't have enough lines or that was her thing though yeah she was I don't just know. there she was just there to be chill and nihilistic that was it because she yeah. did not say nothing <laughs> not barely very, she barely said anything yeah, she was very to herself you uh, said that you thought her and the and the guitar player had a relationship but I didn't really pick up on well that. I don't I didn't I don't know if they had I wouldn't say they had a relationship but they definitely boned at least once or twice you think in the past yeah okay they might have been like we do get some with benefits. Uh, we do get some boning in this movie. Um, not full on boning like in one of the movies we watched later no. today with full on boner. But we we did saw get to see some boning. one of the movies we watched today had a full erection. Two a full two full on erections. You missed the one where it was. Uh, I will get to it, but you missed the second one. There was another boner. Yeah, there? I got to watch that movie. Yeah, man. man. Uh, well, there was a boner in this movie. Our guitar oh, said yeah, a boner. Yeah. Yep. Was well. It wasn't was, exposed, though. No, but he was talking about a dude, wasn't he? Yeah, his camp yeah. counselor. Yeah. His camp counselor. So okay. he was definitely sexually so ambiguous. It doesn't, sure. Yeah, it, just says he, it doesn't ever define his no. uh, sexual orientation. It does say sexually ambiguous, which is fun. You know, that's a cool uh, character yeah, you know, to have. For sure. Yeah, we get some weird sexual tension whenever the band uh, stops at uh, another band's house that's on a, a show with them. Piss face. And the I guess the guitarist we didn't really see Pissface perform. Nah, he's um, he's like a he was the bass player I think is what a they bass said. player. Yeah, he hooks up with our Judy, and this dude just has a wonk eye from hell, man. That <laughs> that, that shit took me out so I, hard. I didn't I even notice it, it until you said something about oh, it. Oh, so. I saw it as soon as he as soon as we see him. I don't think it was know. as noticeable as you think it was. I mean, I just got a, a wonk eye radar, dog. Yeah. It just, uh. Have you noticed I have one? I look people in the eyes. Got a wonky you don't got a wonk eye. Yeah, dude. No, you don't. That's You're I just do. self-conscious, man. Nah, I got a wonky eye. You don't see yourself the way other people see you. When I look in the mirror, I got a wonky eye. Look, look at me. Look like, at like, you. look at, with your eyes straight. Yeah, my eyes are straight. You don't know. You can't see your eyes right now. They're not straight. You talking about this one I'm over here? I'm looking straight at you. Right? Yeah. Don't, don't yell at me, God. I got a fucking wonky I'm eye. Don't yell at me. I know these things. You don't got a wonky eye. It's a slightly wonky yeah, eye. Let me smack it back in the spot. But it's not always. It's from. It's from getting hit in the head. Sir. Whoa, for real? <laughs> it has to be because I didn't always have Who it. Who hit you in the head? Life. I've just fallen down a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like physically? Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking clumsy, dude. <laughs> I'm clumsy as shit. You uh, not fell down and knock your yeah, eye dude. out of place. No, nah, I also that did. I flipped a like four wheeler when I was in seventh grade. Okay, so that's more likely. And then, like, I flipped a four wheeler. I, I used to play football, so I have a few concussions from that. Right. 
uh, fighting with my brother, I'm sure knocked me <laughs> silly a few times. Uh, mosh pits, yeah, rock, rocking. You know, it's 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 been an accumulative thing. I probably have CTE, but like you know, probably have CTE. It's okay. I'll I'll be all right. Well, let me tell you, man. A is not <laughs> noticeable. Yeah, no, not it's, noticeable it's, at all. it's not noticeable unless B, you really are looking you for you also, uh, Ryan, you squint a lot. Yeah, well, I have a fat face. So, yeah, so with your with your squinty eyes that you have, you don't really notice the wonk eye yeah. that you have going right. on, you know. So we don't really, uh, we don't really see ass. it. Don't really see it too much, man. <laughs> but your Wonka is good. Yeah, We're not ashamed I mean, of your Wonka. We get some good. We get some fun little uh, musical stereotypes going on in this movie, and uh, Uncle Peckerhead kills some douchebag metalheads. Some yeah, some douchebag metalheads. Yep. <clears throat> they attack our dude, man. They yeah, attack man. our guitarist. So he had it coming to him. Get, uh, Uncle Peckerhead becomes like this guardian angel. Yeah, he is. He really kids. is. Um, I'm not, we're not going to spoil it for you. I'm not going to tell you what yeah. happens at the end. We're not going to walk through but the But you get plot. a lot of good gore in this I one. did take away from this film that, uh, don't enable your friend's bad behavior. Yeah. I felt that that was the underlying theme of this film. If you have friends that do shit that you know is wrong, confront it. Yeah, even if it's benefiting you. Yeah, even if it's benefiting you, because that's what it is. His bad behavior benefited them. And yeah. they rode on it, and they're going to one day pay the price, you know. So the same thing for you and your friends, for me and Ryan and anybody out there listening. If you your friends are doing stuff bad, don't enable their bad behavior. Always take time to correct. Whether somebody you're talking to uses the wrong verbiage to describe something yep. or whether you've got a friend that is fucking laundering money. Uh, don't let your friends do bad things. And if they are doing, won't change their ways, they don't need to be your fucking friend. So, but this movie's got a good message, you know. It takes a, it takes a crazy approach to it, but it's fun. It's yes. also, but it's not Super that fun. crazy. We say it's about a man eating demon, but you don't get that the entire film. You know, this movie actually has more of a John Hughes, um, Uncle Peckerhead raising yeah. the kids because he talks like that. It's, you know, yeah. I'm Uncle Peckerhead. You know, call me Peck. And uh, Uncle Peckerhead looking out for this band, you know, you get this uh, this bonding that happens, yes. you know, and uh, watch it, give it a watch. Yeah, for sure, it's available on demand pretty much everywhere. Because I want to talk about that ending, and it's a four out of five on the Martell scale. So we're not talking about that ending, but I want to definitely talk about go check ending. it out for sure. The ending's cool. Yes, it is very cool. It's got. I like everything it. about this movie is fucking it's cool. It's fun. It's, it's not cool. what you not what you think at all. All right. Now we get into Cagney's favorite one of the day. The third movie we watched, Spree. Did you just assume my gender? No, but you didn't mention that this was the best one today. Yes, this is actually <clears throat> probably one of the best films I've watched in a fucking long time. We're oh, talking God. about Spree starring Joe Carey, or Keery, yes. Joe Carey of Stranger Things fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God, I can't even oh, man, it's describe good. It how really is just fun fantastic. this fucking movie is. Uh, the, the description is a black comedy horror gonzo style satire. <laughs> that, that describes it. That about sums it up. 
that's that's the that's genre. putting it short. That's keeping yeah. it short. Black comedy horror gonzo style satire. Found and footage. fucking satire it is, and I think that's what makes me like as I just I'm a satire guy. I yeah. love I fucking love satire, man. Uh always have, always will. And when you just put it in this format where he's yeah, yeah. basically he's satirizing vloggers, social media influencers. enthusiasts, influencers. Flu- yeah. influencers, and serial killers. <clears throat> the people that want to be social media famous serial killers. Yeah. The, the Dylan Roof that goes to a, to a church in Charleston and, and shoots people because uh. he wanted to be famous. He wanted us to say mm, his name. That was racially motivated. That wasn't really... Exactly. For fame. But the... If, you know, it's uh, not exactly the same thing. He had more of a clear intent that, that <clears throat> I just wanted to be known. Right. I'm pretty sure he did want to be known, though. I'm sure he did. he had written... He had done shit to make I'm sure... I'm sure he did, but he wanted to be known yeah. as a fucking racist they, um, killer. Not as just a killer. Like, yeah, and they don't... They don't portray this in a positive light at all. So don't get it twisted oh, when no. we say it's a satire where they take it lightheartedly no this movie is dark yes very dark and knows exactly what it's trying to say about society and then it shows you a it gives you it gives you the two the two uh, culminations it shows you a what can happen and b what should happen yes yeah it does and uh it has a lot of good points to say about social media about society about peer pressure this is a lot of things in fucking general, man. And it moves at the speed of fucking light. This movie is fast. For sure, yeah, it, it does is. does not let up. I think the longest sequence in the film is where we get a ride share with a guy named Mario. And then yeah. one of our, unbeknownst at the times, main protagonists of the film, a comedian named Angie, who gets in the car. Dude, we are doing good on names today. No, that's not her name. Jesse was her name. Was it fucking Angie? No. I was so proud of myself. God damn it. Yeah, you fucked up on that one. Jesse Adams. Yep, Jesse yeah, Adams. Jesse Adams. Why did I do that? See, I'm doing good with the names today. Uh, You're fucking Angie, up. Jesse. I was close. Angie, I think, was the realtor. Was Dude. it not? Or is that the actress's name? Her name was Sashir Zamata. But we watch four movies in a very fast amount of time, yeah. so I'm I'm lucky we can even Angie Jesse remember a lot of it's things. It's almost the same thing. <laughs> but uh, you know, unbeknownst at the time that she's going to become a major protagonist. Yeah. Um. It, it's just it's just so fun, you know. He's basically what he goes on. He's, this dude is a killing spree. He's going around what is called a spree, which is uh, this film's version of Uber. Mm-hmm. And he's going it's around a rideshare service. Yeah, and killing off his his passengers one by one yep and live streaming the entire fucking thing on a periscope type app mm-hmm. he starts out poisoning them with the water yep and then it just gets a little crazier it's crazier that. and crazier yep. but this movie it shows how sadistic he really is you know yeah. he was uploading youtube videos showing people how he was poisoning the water bottles mm-hmm. and how he was going to get them to use them and uh this movie takes a lot of crazy turns that you don't expect. It really does. Uh, from the get-go, you can, you're, you can in your head say, oh, okay, this is going to be this for the rest of the movie. And it, but it's nowhere near that. Uh, we haven't even mentioned the fact that David Arquette yeah, David plays Arquette. his dad. He's up in that bitch. Oh, yeah. He plays a fantastic part. He plays a 
washed up dad DJ. Yeah. <laughs> washed up DJ dad. DJ who, dad who, in the house. Who, who I guess is kind of implied is a recovering addict. Mm-hmm. He's know? slipping. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a big, that's a real important thing to mention as well. Uh, recovering heroin yeah. addict, smack addict. And uh, boy, we get a lot of fucking cool kills in this movie. For sure, I don't want to. A lot of cool kills. A lot of cool characters. Because you just need to see these fucking kills. You really do. Uh, Watch this movie ASAP. I know they have it on 4K at Walmart, so I'm going to go buy it this week. Yeah, Yeah. probably buy it tomorrow night on the way home from work. Um, We got a a bunch of tense ass scenes. One especially with the cops. Very tense movie. This movie will have you like gripping the side of your thigh, for sure, waiting for the next scene to happen, or looking away, trying to grab Um, your cell phone and look away from the screen. And it's and it's like I said, it's a found footage, but it's done in a way where it's like not annoying. No, because a lot of found footage movies can be sort of annoying without the shots. We just have so many sources Mm -hmm. of camera. Yeah, like there's points in this film where we have three different video feeds on screen at the same time. Yeah, and we get live chat, and we get wide shots, which you don't get in found footage normally. Yeah, you get because there are security cameras all around LA, Mm -hmm. so they got fucking security footage and then the the Angie slash Jesse. Uh, uses her phone horizontally, so yeah. we get to see her her wide shots as well. Yep. And he makes a comment on it. She's like, he's like, why is she using her phone wide? You know, that's yeah. like the number one thing you don't do on social media. Your I followers did, are going to break their necks. I did kind of feel like at points the the commentary was a little bit ham fisted. Yeah, like it was a tiny bit uh, forced, but not not enough to be like upset about right it. you know what but i mean those lines are put there for the audience that needs to see this yeah movie. yeah the people that need to see this movie are the people that stay on periscope all day long donating to people's streams watching and living their lives vicariously yeah. through people's live streams and broadcasts and those people are going to be the ones that watch this and have the reaction that the they're moms watch this. right but i'm saying like theoretically they're the be the yeah. ones that hear about this yeah and have the same reaction as the, as the dance moms did about cuties yeah, as yeah. as the other people did about um, you know, so so on and so forth. Every mm. fucking movie in existence that people hear about and boycott without Get actually all watching fucking it, upset you know? about it. So those lines are put there for them to fucking see themselves. Yeah, it's they're they're holding that mirror and they're putting it close to your fucking face, dude. They're not trying to let you take from it. They really wanted to push that point across. And that's because those people are fucking simple, dude. Yeah. The fucking TikTokers, the people oh, that bro. spend eight hours a night on TikTok. The entire fucking thing, the entire time, there are people in his stream calling it fake. The yeah, entire the entire time. time. All the way up into the end. And they're telling her that they're, they're egging him on. Yeah. Not you won't do it. Blah, blah, they're blah, giving blah. him donations oh, to do and things. And that, honestly, that's one of the best parts that I liked about this movie. Because I want to go back ASAP and just pay attention to those comments on the chat yeah. as much as I can. Because there is so much going on. Mm-hmm. And so much societal commentary within that chat as well. Yeah. You know, this movie had a lot, lot, lot to say lot to digest from it. Uh, and I think the most brutal and intense scene and sequence of the film comes about halfway through when we uh, he diverges with another streamer. The one, oh, yeah. The one streamer yeah. that's been in his chat while he's killed about three people. Mm-hmm. The dude's tipping him, basically just trolling him, saying, yeah. you suck, this is Talking evil. shit to him. He's like, don't fucking do this. 
Yeah. Guess whose house he shows up at? That kid. And that scene is amazing. Oh, yeah. Very fucking brutal. Good A shit. scene that just looking at this movie, thinking it's uh just one of those Hollywood films, it's definitely not. No, definitely, definitely not. not. Um, you wouldn't think a scene like that would be in this movie. I did not think I would get that brutal and intense of a sequence. In I'm this not film. gonna lie, I'm not surprised I didn't hear about this movie because it was just like so. I don't think people have seen it. Yeah, I think people are doing what I did and just gloss over it with yeah. your with your oh, just another movie about some yeah, yeah. or something. No, watch no. this movie fucking soon. It's fun. It's dark. It says a lot about society. It's what uh, as a good double feature with this movie, I'd say watch this and then Assassination Nation because that is a good yeah. another good social commentary about uh, social media. Right and, on, and uh people's private information being public yeah and etc cetera, etc cetera. uh open <clears throat> windows too i haven't seen dude that we should do a genre episode for this uh open windows is with elijah wood and sasha gray oh, okay and a uh, yeah no i saw the i saw it on tubi but i didn't watch it yet throw it on yeah, bro. Yeah, throw yeah. shit on the night bro i'm gonna if check you it out do more spree vibes elijah wood kills it sasha gray kills it nice the plot's interesting it's fun all right so what it boils down to now is me grabbing a Coca-Cola out of the fridge. Would you like one? Yes, I would. I, I'd give it a 5 out of 5 on the Martell scale, for sure. Uh, it's damn near perfect, if not 100% perfect as a film, in my opinion. Uh, it's something that I'm going to rewatch probably a bunch of times, because there's so much that you can take in. Because, like like I said, at one point, there are three streams going on at the same time on the screen, with their individual comments coming in from it. So, there's a lot going on on the screen. And Joe Keery, uh, I think it's the first thing I've ever seen him in. I wasn't Stranger Things. I've seen him in something else. I don't remember what it was though. The guy's a damn good actor. He was. Yeah. He played the incel very well. Oh, uh, we get a far right, far far right. Oh yeah, that's far a, far right guy. Earlier, his what, first victim. His it first kind victim. Of, uh, it kind of gets us in a mood where we're like, okay. Maybe the people he kills are going to deserve it. And we're like thinking, yeah, these are all going to be unlikable characters. That first guy definitely deserved it. And some of them were. A lot of them were unlikable characters. Uh, But he did kill a few people that were not unlikable characters. Yeah, people that definitely didn't have it coming to them. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, it's, it in no way makes him seem like the hero. Uh, I guess to some people, people who miss would misinterpret the movie would, would probably see Well, we movie. actually see that in the very final scene of the film. You know, we see the 4chan culture, how yeah. they re- have yeah. reacted to uh, the, the, the rideshare killer, is what he's called. Mm-hmm. How they've reacted to the rideshare killer. And uh, they we see the 4chan online community glorifying him, you know, uh, hailing him and doing all this stuff. Uh, what info are you looking for? Got the Wikipedia oh, I was pulled just up here. At it. Um, I was trying to see who directed it. Yeah, uh, directed by a name like I've a never heard of, no. Eugene Kaltiarenko. Well, I don't know anything about it. Excuse me, I sound like Tim Heidecker on, on cinema. Can't pronounce things. Um, but yeah, uh, great movie. Uh, Watch it. Forgot what train of thought I was just at before we start looking at this Wikipedia. You gonna give it a rating? It said uh, it's only made forty three thousand sixty two dollars at the box office. Said mm. compared to I don't know the budget. I don't know a shooting budget, but I do know that R L J E paid two million dollars to distribute. 
thing about the box office this year, though, is it's yeah. not going to be anywhere. Yeah, well, RLJE paid, paid $2 million. Yeah. So we're a long ways off from that. Hopefully yes. they get it back. Because, uh, well, hopefully they've made a lot more fun. money on the streaming and everything mm-hmm. of it, too. So um, definitely would like to see what this guy does in the future, what this director does in the future. Because he also co-wrote it. So I'd like to see what he works on going forward. <laughs> it says, uh, Kiri worked closely with the director to understand his character, and the pair filmed in-character social media posts such as unboxing videos, shopping trips, and vape reviews. As research, the cast also spent hours watching content from influencers on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah, I think I remember seeing some of those unboxing videos and stuff in his character. Okay. So, that was pretty cool. Um, um, you know, this movie is not had high, high praise. It's got, it's got some good praise, but it's also got some pretty negative praise. Yeah, I feel like well. this is our this is our, uh, our ghost, you know, our, uh, what's it, dark horse of the year. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. People are going to hate it. Uh, this one review is, if you are in need of more reminders of the most extreme of the potential evils of internet interaction than you get every time you fire up an app, by all means, smash the like button on Spree. For the rest of us, the best advice might be to mute, block, vote down, unfollow, or simply log off and go look at a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, people aren't going to want to see reality reflected. You know, it's all—it's always sad, but... Uh, and. I understand there are going to be highbrow cinema watchers out there that would never watch this movie. They don't want to even watch a plot about some, uh, oh, the plot is just the main character killing people while he's an Uber driver. That does not sound appealing to me. You know, yeah. it's not. There's well, fuck people those people, though, because we've already it. had that goddamn conversation on here. Yep, yep, for sure. People aren't going to. Uh, there's people that will not watch this movie. And, and, I say this, and, I, and I say this because I've already done my little rant about how much I hate the, the average horror fan, the, the people who are just never pleased with anything and sure. all about fucking how much everything was better back when and mm-hmm. nothing new is good and Ari Aster's fucking derivative and <laughs> fucking piece of shit filmmaker and nothing Jordan Peele has ever done is good. But uh, we, we don't give a fuck about those people because we, nope. we are not those people. We, we love Jordan Peele and Ari Enjoy Aster. things. Yes. We actually we allow things to bring us joy. When we watch movies, we go into it expecting to enjoy them, and sometimes we do. And sometimes we do. Uh, yeah, there's some movies I like, some movies I don't like. You know, I'm, I'm never afraid to talk about them and look at the good parts and the bad parts, yeah. accept them for what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, there's never any Somebody movie did that point out that the, that the basic plot line of hereditary and midsummer are the same thing yeah that the that the it's a family thing it's where uh a sibling portrayal dies. of grief yeah a sibling yeah. dies and then You're essentially the same scene in hereditary they go on to be like a, the obsession of a cult and uh-huh. yeah it's 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 a lot of uh, you took that same story and applied it to a different context you know? <laughs> yeah and it worked though but know? that's fucking hollywood in general there's only seven stories that exist both of the movies are good in in unique yes. ways. So, uh, fuck all and the look haters. at you. Uh, you're smart for picking that up. For picking up that those were two of the same stories because the average movie viewer will not. They're, I didn't pick it up. They're 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 coded differently yeah. enough. You know. Yeah, I didn't pick it up. So, uh, kudos to I was the saying that person. Yeah, kudos to the know. hater who was hating on it for right. being that way, uh, for picking that up. So, let's jump right into Spree, man. I mean, uh, Possessor. God damn it. <laughs> 
Possessor. So let me say this. Ooh. I want to say this because uh, it's, it's a Brandon Cronenberg movie. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this about his movies from what I've seen so far. Which is this his second Yeah, feature. this is only a second, second directed feature. movie. Um, between this and Antiviral, you know, he's got his own voice. But he's definitely his father's son. For, for sure. sure. For sure. But um, 100%. he has embraced the sci-fi genre to a whole the futuristic yeah uh, concepts for his mm-hmm. films you know they've both they're both present antiviral and now possessor both very very futuristic concepts in those films uh this film that we watched today possessor is about a group of hitmen assassins that can literally physically place their consciousness within another person and use yes. that person to execute their big hit, their Hence big kill. the name Possessor. So, like, a hypothetical scenario not presented in the film, uh, my consciousness could get put into Ryan's brother's body at his house, and I could go wake up and kill Ryan in the middle of the night as his brother, and then his yeah. brother would take the fall for the kill. I would come back, wake up in my little uh, abode, and uh, hit my vape. Which they do in this fucking movie. You have to kill yourself as my brother to come back to your body. Yeah, yeah, so that's the thing. You have to commit suicide to come back to your body. And uh, like I said with the vapes, we see vapes on screen in this movie. A lot. Every scene. Yeah. There is a vape in every scene. It's almost like an inside joke. And and I'm a vapor. So, like, this movie had me mega vaping, bro. It's like like when you watch Mad Men on AMC and you smoke cigarettes. You're going to smoke a whole pack of cigarettes during one episode of Mad Men. Just because of how many cigarettes are on screen, you know. Oh, and I, I wanted to, uh, just in case people don't know uh, the Cronenberg name, we're talking about uh, the son of David Cronenberg, another famous Canadian director. Uh, with, a, all, with a motherfucking slew of good films. Most which, people would probably know him from The Fly, though. From The Fly, but we're also uh, talking The Brood. <clears throat> Video Rabbit. Video Drone. Dead Ringers. Dead Ringers. Made for uh, TV film, Stephen King. Yeah, uh... No, Dead Ringer's not made for not made for TV. You're talking about Dead Zone. Dead Zone, yep. yeah. <laughs> uh, Dead Dead Ringers did way yeah. different. Yeah. Crash. Crash, yes. The good, the good Crash. They're both good. But yeah, don't, but don't this get me wrong. is the sex but crash. That's the fucking. This is the good crash. The sex crash. This is the fucking. You rent this at a fucking mo- at a video store when you're 14, and uh, you feel like you're getting away with something. Crash. <laughs> I shouldn't be watching this, but, but if at 14, you probably would not be a fan of that film. But yeah, that's who we're talking about when we say that he's his father's son. So if you've ever seen a David Cronenberg movie, now you understand what we're talking about. Right. And like uh, I said, I say that the concept of this film is futuristic. Maybe it could exist now in these days, though. Who knows? Like maybe that. No, nah, it's be definitely supposed right to be the future. Uh, uh, yeah, but that technology because that job could he does is so fucking. Yeah, okay, yeah so uh, when our our hit person is a woman, so I guess the word hitman is a is a yeah. sexist term. I shouldn't use that. I should say assassin. Yeah, assassin would work. So our assassin is a, is a female. She's in the, the dude's body. Our character uh, yeah, Colin Colin Tate. Tate, and his day job is in a small room. With a bunch of other people where he puts on a VR headset and is looking through people's webcams and cell phone cameras and detailing what type of curtains they yeah, have in their house. Yeah, what brands of things they have. And out of everything that happened in this movie, I think that was the most bizarre. 
the most yeah. bizarre thing to me. Honestly, I think it really was because even though this was movie, like, what's this job? <laughs> even though this movie is full of bizarre imagery and uh, bizarre things, bizarre concepts, they're all pretty um, explained. You know what I mean? But there's yeah. nothing that explains the exact nature of his job. But that was uh, just fucking weird, man. If, if, if anything I can tell you about this movie without completely spoiling it is that this fucking, it's just so, just, the, the word gritty doesn't even begin to explain it. It's somehow gritty and polished Yeah, I was about to say, time. yeah, it's a pretty clean, pretty clean feeling film. It's a cream, film. Pr- clean production. Cream production. But the fucking visuals that you're getting are so, like, harsh on your yes. fucking eyes that it's just so... Uh, wonderful it takes Very you true. to a different place um like we said you do get to see boners in this movie yeah so you if that's see not something you want to see then you might want to get the rated uh, r version the, there's an uncut version and we saw full hard cock in this film and vagina as well yeah um so that was interesting you know i didn't expect to see an erect penis today in the movie yeah the but, scene you know, the like, one the one scene is where he's working and he's looking yeah, at the that drinks. was at the job you know yeah. and that was part of his job and somebody they were just they just happened to be fucking while he was watching so, to like, see what their drinks hopefully were. the dude isn't like a, a voyeur or anybody anybody that works there isn't like a peeping and, tom because um, he would never get work done the second dick we see is actually supposed to be his dick i guess but it's on the hit woman's body the assassin's body is it was that during the conscious scene it's during so, the scene where He's having sex with his girlfriend. I saw, I, saw, I watched that yeah. whole scene. Yeah, I yeah, you missed it because you, I think you looked at your phone or something the last second, and I was like, "There's your, there's your another dick," but you oh, missed it. Oh man, yeah. Because I remember I saw because it was her body, his head and tits. Yeah, and then the next shot, that. the next shot was it was completely her, and she had a dick. Yeah. She so, had his so, dick. So, so, like, if you guys can understand that, you're getting a lot of weird looking stuff in this movie yeah. going on. A lot of these crazy little segments that uh, are supposed to be their consciousness fighting over the, the control of the body. The control of the, yeah. of the body. Uh, super weird stuff. Definitely a movie that's probably going to require two viewings for you to fully mm. get what's going on and see what's happening in a lot of and, scenes. Unless you're one of those people that can completely shut out the outside world and just pay yeah. attention to this movie, you're going to have to watch well, it twice. Well, yeah, then there's also the thing oh. of, uh, you're going to go back and there's scenes in this movie where you don't know who is quite in control of the body. You know, yeah. you don't know, is it this guy? It's, it is easy to lose track. Or is track. it the assassin? So, go, you're going to have to watch this movie a second time, try to pick up those things, yeah, you know? And that's kind of a track. fun thing, you know? Try mm-hmm. to pay attention to who's who right now, you know? Yeah. But uh, definitely... A Mulholland Drive type horror film. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. Almost feels like a time travel concept. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, just kind of that of that brevity. It's like a futuristic Mulholland Drive meets Dead Ringers. Okay, and and that's it's yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> watch it's, it. Um, just watch it. I have you a feeling to. in twenty years we'll see a remake of this. We will see a. I wouldn't say that soon. This yeah. one's gonna kind of fly under the radar for a while. I know. So this this movie will get noticed. The, nah, uh, the not concept, years, the concept is too, too important, too intriguing. I just I don't think in twenty years there'll be a remake. Mm. Maybe thirty. I think this movie's gonna do good. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be one that people talk about for years to come. Uh, I gave it five out of five. Oh, Butt Boy, by the way, amazing movie. At a hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget. Oh wow. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of money. I meant to say that earlier. Uh, I have not seen a budget for Possessor, but the box office is $752,000. Well, year, so. um, Canada's government actually pays for a lot of the movies made over there. So Yeah, they get a, they get a huge tax incentive. Yeah. Filming over in Canada. They, won't, they probably will not release the budget for that ever. Right. Or they might, but it'll be like years from now. Um, IndieWire gave it a B minus, saying it recalls many of David Cronenberg's previous works. Yeah, uh, direct, that's fair. The direction is great. Film cinematography, visuals, performances, just stating it doesn't really realize its full potential is what what the critic critical consensus. I don't is. know. I don't know if I. Agree but it does. That. It does for itself. You know, it's a movie like The Purge, where it gives you the concept. But yeah. it's not the movie isn't to explore that concept. The movie is to explore the characters and the circumstance that are in this concept. This isn't yeah. a movie about the assassins no. that go into it. No, no, it's about you know, the people. And it's the about people. what's happening to this one assassin in this program. You know, this isn't the futuristic movie that's gonna say, Oh, the whole plot is about this cool concept. You know? Yeah. And and good good move on them, you know, that's not the movie you know that concept is what they came up with and they flushed it out you know and they built this cool world and this cool story to tell within that concept and i think a lot of people are well i just want a movie that focuses on that Uh, well that's not what the movie's supposed to be you're not gonna get that you know uh i'll just say it met it it met all of my expectations it's fun i'm saying i want to watch it again i do i like it enough to actually want to watch it again you know and pick up on everything that i may have missed and physical uh, good physical effects also watch it with with the no expectations now because yeah. I know what's happening. So mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you can kind of enjoy a movie more once you're not waiting to find out what's happening. Yeah. You know, you're not worrying and wondering the whole time where's this going, what's going on, what's this guy doing. You know where it's going the next time. So you have to just kinda of sit in it a little yeah, more, you, you know, can soak it up. It, yeah. yeah. Well, that's all we got this week. Uh make sure you follow us on social media. At Martell's Movie Madness on Facebook and Instagram. At Movie Madness 69 on Twitter. At Trailer Trash, at God, Trailer on Trash God on Instagram. At Martell the God on Twitter for my personal stuff. Uh, at Martell's Movie Madness the movie on Facebook for the movie stuff. Uh, Cagney, let them know where they can find you. Uh, my name's Cagney Larkin. My cell phone number is 803-372-75. I was about to say, I'm my not going to social security number. Soon. Is two five six. My credit card number is five seven. All right, all right, all right. Enough playing around. Okay. Ended on a high note, man. If you want some, uh, what are we doing? Just turn bonus content, early early access to content. Check us out on Patreon.com/slash Martell's Movie Madness. We do got T-shirts and stuff still, so hit us up for those. We're almost out of the black and white shirts, so dun, dun, dun. make your move on those. We've only got two XL, XL, and I think small yeah. left of those. So hit us up on any of the social medias about buying one of those. Uh, yep. Follow me on Instagram, Cagney Likes This. Follow for follow, like, hashtag uh, Martell's Movie Madness. Yeah, we're uh, gonna we're gonna do some live streams of killing people. Give me next. give me a thumbs up if you want me to keep doing silly shit and have Ryan stop telling me not stop doing. So shit. All right, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Let's watch some movies. Now let's watch some fucking movies. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations. Come 
come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.